Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Inside LBUSD, the Laguna Beach Unified School District podcast. Before we start this week's episode, please note that on Tuesday, December 7th at 6 p.m., LBUSD will be hosting a mental health and community family resources webinar about the resilient child. Please check the calendar for details on how to sign up. And now, Health Matters with Dr. Michael Keller and Nurse Kelly Schultz. Hello and welcome to another episode of the LBUSD Health Matters Podcast. My name is Dr. Michael Keller. And I'm Nurse Kelly Schultz. And today's recording is being made on Thursday, December 2nd, 2021. And as always, the goal of this podcast is to inform our parents, community stakeholders and staff and students, if we have some student listeners, about the important impacts of COVID-19 in the school setting, and other health important health-related topics. So we, I, I do want to open this episode up with a v- very important share for Nurse Kelly and the Health and Nursing Services team from a parent. I was at an event today at El Moro Elementary School. It was the Cup of Joe with an SRO uh, event. And I had multiple parents come up to me and share how wonderful the Health and Nursing Services team have been with responsiveness, care, follow through and support during the COVID-19 contact tracing process. So I just want to say a big, huge thank you to you and the team. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And I love to hear that parents are happy with what we are doing. And I, I hope that we do get more feedback like that because it is important and it, we are very appreciative of it. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, these are not easy decisions. And, and sometimes there are some consequences for out of school. Um, recommendations. And I know those are challenging times and, and we certainly want to support students if and if and when they have a contact tracing event. So let's uh, start off as we do with our other podcasts on getting an update on our COVID-19 data in Laguna Beach Unified. Okay. So as of today, we have two cases at El Moro, 11 cases at Top of the World, one at Thurston, three at Laguna Beach High School. Uh, we have six students in home quarantine due to close contact, um, zero staff in clo- in, at home quarantine due to close contact and 17 current active cases in isolation. And I do just kind of want to mention that we have been seeing an uptick as we, pl- you know, we foresee would probably happen after the holidays. A lot of this is just because people are getting together more indoors, um, you know, so uh, trends are kind of the same as last year. Uh, we just continue that um, to monitor these, these cases and we appreciate you um, reporting to them as swiftly as you can. So thank you. All right. Well, as we're having this conversation today on December 2nd, I think it's important to share some, some summary data from the start of the current 2021-22 school year. This is a mid-year snapshot of some of our important statistics around COVID-19. We have had more than 60 students who have been identified over the course of this year as COVID positive. And that has uh, resulted in close to 130 students in home quarantine due to close contact with an infected person. And, and those were exposures either with a close contact that occurred outside of school or the individuals were not properly masked and the close contact was not vaccinated. And we've had close to 250 students over the course of this current school year who've been placed on what's what we call modified quarantine, where they continue to stay in school if they remain symptom-free and, and provide tests on day three and day six. And uh, we've had close to 110 students who were 
vaccinated and had a close contact exposure and were able to continue attending school and participate in extracurricular activities when they remain symptom-free. So we're doing a lot of active contact tracing when cases come up. Nurse Kelly, can you share with us a little bit more information about that process? Sure. And also just to add to those points, luckily all the cases that we've had reported Laguna Beach Unified have been mild. So we haven't seen um, real severe COVID cases at all this year. So that's that's a, that's a good positive piece of information to know. So um, in regards to the contact tracing, it is necessary to help minimize the spread of COVID-19 on our school campuses as part of the public health order currently in place. We do know it can be a burden on families to have to test a lot, um, missing school, missing work related to different types of quarantines. So please keep in mind that we are making every effort we can to properly identify those close contacts and notify parents as quickly as we can. And sometimes you might see a lag in getting that close contact notification. And I kind of wanted to just explain how that can possibly happen sometimes. So if we have, say, a case that comes in um, like on a Sunday and you get a notification that oh, your child was exposed on a Monday or a Tuesday of the week previously and say, hey, why am I just getting this notification now? Well, typically what usually happens in those cases is that somebody is within that symptomatic window but has chosen to stay home because they were ill, um, didn't know that necessarily it was COVID, so might have waited a couple of days to test or they tested and they've been waiting for their test results to come back. So we can't do any of the contact tracing process until we have a confirmed positive case. So sometimes that's why you will see some of those lag times. And in those cases when there might be a slight delay, what are some of the the best practices for parents that might be in that window? So what I would say to any of you, and I I try to say it as much as I can when I'm on the phone with any of you, but um, please make sure that you're doing those symptom checks on your kids every day. Check their temperature, make sure that they're, you know, feeling okay, they're not overly tired, that they don't have a cough, sore throat, or a headache, all of those signs and symptoms that you're pretty well aware of by now. So do those daily symptom checkers. Um, You know, also just remind your kids to mask up and social distance as much as possible. Those types of things will definitely help to minimize their chances of getting COVID um, in school or off campus. And we're hearing a lot more about the new Omicron variant of COVID-19. And I do want to point out that uh, Omicron is the 15th letter in the Greek alphabet. And there have been 10 noted uh, they've skipped around a little bit, uh, Greek-named variants of the COVID-19 virus. We'll put a link to the CDC's variant tracking method on our on our show notes for today. But uh, seeing as that there's only nine more Greek letters of the alphabet, I'm assuming that uh, COVID-19 will be over when they run out of Greek letters. Is that correct? I don't want to wait for another nine. I'm hoping that this is the last one and we can just go about our lives. So. Okay. That's my, well, that don't, don't curse us with nine more. Okay. Please. Well, we're, we're going to try to avoid those nine and just stick with this Omicron as our, hopefully our last variant. Um, what do we know about this Omicron variant? All right. So what we know is as, as of today, we do have the first case identified in California yesterday, um, which was December 1st. From what we are hearing outside of um, South Africa, that Omicron seems to be contributing to a higher rate of pediatric cases, which is another reason that we want to support vaccination in our children. Um, Our governor, Gavin Newsom, he said yesterday at this time that our best defense against Omicron is for people to get vaccinated, continue to wear your masks in appropriate settings. And we all know that vaccines are not perfect, but this particular group of COVID vaccines has been shown to protect against severe disease, hospitalization and death. 
Right. And I do want to help us to understand a little bit more about the landscape of vaccinations with uh, with youth in our zip code, 92651 Laguna Beach. According to the Orange County Healthcare Agency, which we'll put a link on our show notes um, to this information, 68.7% of 12 to 17 year olds are fully vaccinated in our, in our area. We have a little over 500 students who have submitted in this age range, their proof of vaccinations. We're not we're not requiring that as an optional submission to our schools to provide us with your vaccination information. However, it does really support our contact tracing process and the decisions we make in the event of a close contact. And Nurse Kelly, there don't appear to be any new updates to the governor's October first declaration that all students in public and private schools will be required to be vaccinated. What do we know about that? We don't really know anything. We're kind of at a standstill um, from the same place we've been at October. Uh, we did send out a parent square message, myself for Thurston and Pam did for the high school um, to optionally submit your vaccine records right now. Uh, we just sent out another reminder this week. So if you do have those vaccine records, please submit them. And I do want to say, please submit when you have both vaccine records, because once you upload it to Parent Square, there's really no way to kind of do another one, and then I'll be sending you an email. So just wait for them to have both of them. And like Dr. Keller said, it is completely optional at this time. And we are having getting to the timeline when uh, children age 5 to 11 will now be receiving second doses of their vaccines in the coming weeks. And so we'd, we're going to be sending after the new year reminders to optionally submit those vaccination records at that time. Yeah, and we have actually started to see, at least I know at Top of the World, I have started to see some of those come in. So thank you for submitting those to us. All right, Nurse Kelly, in, in our previous episodes, we've had an opportunity to talk about the importance of self-care, mental health, and sleep. And you and I have gone back and forth on some really important strategies in those areas. We've not really touched on another important cornerstone of overall health, which is nutrition. So Nurse Kelly, what do we know about healthy nutrition in relation to overall health for children and adults? Well, nutrition can do abundance of many things besides, you know, anti-inflammatory foods, but I'm going to kind of specifically mention on foods that are immune boosting. Since we are in the middle of a pandemic, it is good to know um, certain foods that we can identify um, that are good sources of vitamin C, A, E, and antioxidants. So some of these foods you probably already have in your daily diet, but it's good to kind of up these. So citrus fruits, bell peppers, broccoli, ginger, spinach, and seeds, um, might not look kind of all that fun, but to be honest with you, I, I what I like to do is I will just take a whole bunch of these things and just throw them into like a steamer and kind of just make like a big bowl of them. And then you got lots of fiber. It'll fill you up. And uh, hopefully you've got your kids on this stuff early so they won't fight you too much. But those are a couple of good things to start. And we've been pretty sedentary this last year. So the more that we can get up and move again and kind of get back to those healthy habits um, will really help us um, in the future going forward. Yeah, that healthy nutrition really is an important aspect and along with those other areas of overall health to try to boost your immune system and stay safe and healthy during the COVID-19 pandemic. So thank you so much for those thoughts and that thinking on that and encourage all of our students, parents, staff, and community members to be thoughtful about, about how they're taking care of themselves during this time. And we wish you the best over the coming weeks and look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you so much, Nurse Kelly. Thank you. Thank you for listening to episode eight of Inside LBUSD. 
If you have any podcast questions or suggestions, we encourage you to visit lbusd.org slash podcast and let us know your thoughts. Also, please check out our show notes for links to all the topics covered today and of course to our LBUSD COVID dashboard. As always, we hope you have a great week.